0: on Business Podcast. I'm Emily. And I'm Laura. We are sisters and business partners. As we also run a recruitment business with a twist together. Wonderful. So, Lars, what can you expect from our show? So much stuff, Em. Advice, tips and wisdom on business and recruitment with some life hacks thrown in for good measure and a lot of laughs. Oh, yeah. We hope you enjoy it. Hello. This is a Fresh Perspective on Business Podcast and I am Laura Leyland, Normally, on this um, this fine week, I would be joined by the one and only Emily Leyland, but she is on mat leave, and so stepping into her tiny shoes oh. is Tony Greenwood.
1: Back once again, like, of course, the Renegade Master. I'm here. I'm a bit lightheaded today, and I don't feel like I'm here at all. I've got a giant headache.
0: Oh, man. My
1: brain is full of stuff, my head is full full
0: well, you need to download it get it yeah. written down I'm
1: just have a drink of my tea hello yeah, you everyone have a tony here head of broadcasting <laughs> entertainment at fresh not as good as role laura she's managing director Woo! arguably a little bit more important
0: i am the master of all things at the moment whilst we figure out who's doing what on emily's <laughs> maternity handover
1: boy oh boy it does there's yeah there's lots of pieces of the puzzle that need to be put into the right place
0: Good job I've finished marathon training and have extra hours of time to focus on work.
1: Are you not going to do more run running? We'll talk about running. Yeah, but are you not going to do more running? Are yeah. You to, are you to, you're still going to run though.
0: Yeah, I, I went on a little run yesterday. Did you? I didn't know this. But only three kilometres. Oh, it is a little. Small recovery run. Yeah, fair. Yeah. I was like, wow, this is a piece of peace. <laughs> um,
1: this episode is all about marathon training, business and recruitment, isn't it? And this was yeah. your idea.
0: Yeah, because guess what? What did I do? What did you do? Oh, my God, I ran a marathon.
1: Oh, you did. <laughs> you did. Oh, you did so great. And that's what we're going to talk about. If you don't like listening to um to us talk about great th- th- things and I talk about running... And what happened in the marathon? Then uh, this might not be for you, but there's some fantastic stories. Laura ran a marathon, by the way. If you missed that,
0: which bit. is 26.2 whole uh, miles.
1: The point two is well important as well because oh my God, it's a long way. Yeah, it was. It was good,
0: and I did not break my stride. I ran the whole thing.
1: Yeah. Do you want to, when do you want to sing?
0: You'll sing now.
1: Okay, wait. Let me. <laughs> Laura loves singing. We
0: need the music though, but it just—I don't think it will come through well. On the microphones. No, maybe not. No. Ain't Ain't nothing going to break break my my stride. stride. Nobody's Nobody's going to slow me
1: down. down. Oh, no. I I got got to keep on
0: moving.
1: moving. (laughs) 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 We've just listened to that in the podcast. What a tune. 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 Mm. Laura loves naming the name of the podcast or naming the podcast even with the... uh, good lyric from a song this so was
0: cheryl's she, idea
1: well done cheryl
0: excellent work because she put this on a story because she was a she was one of the very many cheerleaders of the day oh
1: yeah okay
0: cheryl cheryl's cheerleading she's a is amazing i mean vicky and cheryl Lindsay and krenzer great cheerleaders cheryl's cheerleading is just hilarious i think tony explains it better than i do
1: it's next level so um in fact, let's let's talk about Chile in a minute. Okay. Because what this is what I want to do today. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, please, if you're doing just just break off from what you're doing just for a moment. This is the favorite part of the podcast. This is episode 167 of a Fresh Perspective on Business for podcast. But please, can you share with everyone, Laura, and with myself, what is that in Spanish, please?
0: Episodio numero 167. Whoa,
1: there's loads of sounds there that I'm not. <laughs> we always like to say the big. Be- I don't. Laura likes to say the beginning of the uh, podcast in the number in. Oh, I'm not. My head's not where it should oh
0: be. Oh my like. goodness, it's just it's just tradition.
1: It is tradition. It's a fresh it's perspective on business,
0: business podcast tradition. tradition. We cannot remember where it came no. from because we are 167 67. episodes yeah. in. But who cares?
1: I'm just having a brew. I don't care. I like it. Let's talk about cheerleading. Let's talk about Laura running a marathon. So
0: I ran a marathon. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: mean, she's not gonna she's she's gonna dine out on this for a while, and she should. So the sport team decided to get as many green things as they could. You know the little where are those little? Layers? So they bought inflatable aliens, which must be two foot high. What where are they from? Do you th- anyway, they look like probably aliens.
0: Amazon and
1: Amazon and some and some pom poms. And I jumped in uh, the marathon at mile 13 to run the last half. And when I was getting.
0: Not just, you know, because he just wanted to do a half marathon, but because he wanted to support me and be there for me as an excellent friend yep. that Tony is. Yep. That's right. didn't want me to run the whole thing on my own because I wasn't supposed to, but Cheryl and Vicky got injured. so Tony Tony got injured. And Tony got injured, but he did step up to the plate and he ran the hardest half. half. Oh, my God, it
1: was disgusting. Anyway, (laughs) back to the cheerleading. So, as I was getting dressed and changed to to jump in with Laura, Vicky and Cheryl started cheerleading. So, Cheryl had one green pom-pom in her left hand and one alien in her right hand. And as soon as she saw the name of the person on their on the number, she went, "Go, on, Brian!" And her arm shot up, <laughs> like like instantaneously. And then she shook her pom poms. Wait five seconds. Arms were down by her sides again. I'm now
0: stillness. And Come yet,
1: on. just totally so totally still. The challenge for Cheryl, though, is that the names next to the number on the um.
0: Yeah, and the race number. On the numbers yeah, small. were
1: quite small. So they had to get, she had to get quite close to the runners to see the name. Go Julie!
0: <laughs> Julie must have shit herself. <laughs> and
1: some people like, oh! But some people really appreciated it. But it was, it was like a little... I don't know. When you put a a a, a tempe in a thing and you press the button and they do they do a little dance or something like you know like a Father Christmas.
0: It was like like... she was a little puppet and you just pulled the strings (laughs) and then let go. Because
1: she did the same thing every time (laughs) and just replaced the name of the person with 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 who it was.
0: It makes a difference. No, it doesn't. It doesn't impact you as much. When people cheer you on and whoop and shout and shake things at you and shout your name, honestly, it lifts you. Especially when your headphones decide to pack it in. mile 20 and you've, you've never run that far before and you're like oh man I need a, some noise that was
1: a low point and quite a panicky point for me I was like right what we're we gonna do now there's six miles to go which is arguably an hour and it took us an hour and whatever it did I'm like I'm gonna have to talk for an hour and 10 minutes here <laughs> <laughs> but it really I said to you didn't I? I said to you when they broke I'm like this is really gonna test your mental fortitude and I meant it and it did
0: Yeah, it did because it was was so quiet because there wasn't that many spectators and it was in the countryside. I'm like, oh, my God, we're going to have to sing or something.
1: (laughs) You can talk to me, Tony, but I can't talk back.
0: Yeah, I can't talk back, (laughs) but I can listen (laughs) and maybe make some noises.
1: Yeah, it was tough, that, because I I believe I spoke to someone yesterday who had run it and I just said the really challenging bit I can imagine for Laura was the fact that there was no supporters really on the route at all, apart from mile 13,
0: so at halfway mile, at Stanford yeah. Bridge. 13 and 14.
1: 13 and 14. And
0: then 17, 18,
1: 19. Yeah, a little bit.
0: And that was it. And
1: that was it till mile 26.
0: Not even mile 26. Like, literally coming to the end, the point, last point too.
1: <laughs> it was... And I don't need, I don't need that like you need it. You see, because I, I know that you you need that sort of stuff. But sometimes when I'm racing, I, I just I'm absolutely in the zone, which is which everyone's different, aren't they? But Laura, you absolutely needed that, didn't you? And I just felt we would if it hadn't have been a marathon and we'd have been running like a ten miles on the along this route. It was absolutely beautiful. It was in the Yorkshire countryside. There was cows and sheep and trees and greenery and. Just lovely little houses, and it was nice. Oh, and the
0: sky was blue. Oh. the sun was shining. It was lovely weather. Beautiful. Uh, probably a bit cold if you if you were spectating. It was cold. I had my gloves on. But good, good running weather. It, yeah. it was just so picturesque. Yeah, but yeah. Th- so the first half was all right. It came quite, and went quite quickly. And like setting off and running through York Centre was yeah. brilliant. But if it, I didn't need anybody at the beginning, I and mean, it went nice. But if it was flipped around and we did it the opposite way around, then that would that would be better, but yeah. then maybe people were, there, but because yep. that took me just over over five, five hours, hours. And people get to get a bit bored. I don't know, but at Manchester it wasn't like that.
1: I think Manchester was like that because it's a more popular race. I think there's thirty thousand runners around Manchester, well, right? Because as
0: well, you're in the you're in mostly in the centre, aren't you? Whereas we were out in the sticks with the cows.
1: We were out in the sticks <laughs> with the cows. There's no doubt about that. Brown cows as well.
0: Yeah, they were very lovely cows, but they weren't very supportive.
1: No, they just <laughs> they just stared at you, didn't they? That's all they did. There's a couple of them, and I stared back, but they won because cows are cows are intelligent. So yeah, I jumped in at halfway and uh, and and ran which. Which felt like a good thing to do prior, but during, I mean, I've run with Laura before. I've run with you before, haven't I? Running slow is tough because I usually, running slow is difficult or slower. It just takes a lot of concentration because your body is used to running at a certain speed when you're relaxed and wow. Wow. But it, it was—it t- wasn't as tough as I mean, you know, it's not about me. No, it's it not about you. And no. I was
0: running faster the first half, so you yeah. Know. <laughs> you chose that half. To oh yeah, in. absolutely. <laughs> it
1: is—it is—it is absolutely more difficult. But it was—it was—it was tough on the second leg because there were hills. And like it was, some of the hills were never ending. And I was like, oh, come on. So we need to get up this hill. Come on. This is why we train. This is why we get up at 5 a.m. to do our runs. And this is it. It was always going to get tough and all that. But oh, I'm um, so
0: glad I trained. So glad we did all that training. Because yeah. I'm not as broken as I thought I would be after it. And you used to it. You can do it. The, yeah, the training got me through it. because we've trained on hills, I'm like, okay, come on. Pistons out.
1: Pistons, baby. On
0: the toes. Pump those arms! Pump, get pumping! Um, but yeah, mean putting a, a hill up to the last um, two hundred meters. That was a bit, bit of a mean streak. That was a
1: bit shit. But yep. yeah, and
0: if anyone's thinking why we needed green pumpkins and green aliens, like why there's a theme, it's because Fresh Perspective is a recruitment business and our branding is, is green. We're the best. We are out of this world, which is probably why they got aliens. We're the oh, best recruitment company. Yeah. Going, we do things differently. So, if you ever want information, drop me a message on any of the social media yeah, you platforms. Must. But yeah, just wanted to explain that. But um, so yeah.
1: what else happened? Pete, Pete was there. Your boyfriend, strongman Pete.
0: Oh my god, I cried. I, I, I cried a lot on the way around. Um, tears of happiness and joy, relief and pain. When I saw Pete at my late <laughs> I cried. Uh, he had a Lucasid for me, some jelly babies and a kiss on the cheek. And I was like, right, okay, bye. Off yeah. we go. Because I can't stop. I need to keep moving or else I won't I and won't I, start again.
1: And when I when we saw we saw karenza and Lindsay at 18 and then i think vicky and they cheryl were at 17
0: at and then vicky. pete was 18 and vicky shower and at 19 which was lovely
1: and when you started crying at pete with, with, uh, with pete and i thought right okay well that's uh, we can that we can accept that but then when i saw cheryl and vicky i said to you that i said just keep your head here because cheryl and vicky are just keep your head because it's so i remember running the great north run in 2015 And I was running for my auntie for Rosemary Cancer Foundation, right, and uh, she passed away not long after, and I saw my kids with 200 metres to go, and my wife, now ex-wife, at the time, right, and I had a massive panic attack.
0: Oh, God. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, like I couldn't catch my breath.
0: Oh, no. Because
1: I started to well up. Yeah. And all my body's going, oh, you've been running for a long time, and oh, you're excited, blah, 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 so that's how I knew, you've, got, you've just got to keep your head.
0: See, I, so I, let, I let the emotions in and I let them come out and I almost want them to be enhanced because the emotion for me is what keeps me going. So I harness that emotion and then I think, and then I keep it somewhere. And then when I'm struggling, I think about it again and it comes out right. and it, I don't know, it lifts me. I get goosebumps. I have, I, my whole body feels the emotion and it almost spares me on. It's like when I was training, I would imagine what it would be like to cross the finish line, and I remembered what it was like to run down Dean's Gate to the finish at the Manchester Half, yeah, that was and all these things, and just keep me going. Yes, yeah, so it That's really works. It really works for me. Emotion powers me. Yeah. Um, it's it's really weird. I can't explain it. So I I let it in, and then I almost make it worse. <laughs> but I, in the, in a positive way, if that makes sense.
1: I had a training run about a month ago. I did a half marathon a month ago, and I was thinking about getting you round and getting you over the line. It got me quite emotional. I don't think I've told you that, and I was, I was welling up a little bit, like with you, with like seeing you run over the line. It was like, but you've, you've got to keep those emotions. I could feel, I could feel the high hyperventilating. Not yeah, high, it not does It's like
0: him um, breathlessness. Yeah, almost. I could yeah. feel it. Yeah, uh, definitely. No, I've, i I uh, yeah, it totally makes sense. I'm like, it's what Emily was like. So Emily was sending me voice notes, and she got other the people too, and and they really yeah. helped as well. I just kept listening back to them, right? Um, and all the people's emotion and words, because when there's no support, I'm like, listen back to my voice notes, and then they're just in my in my ears, in, my, in your head. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it all it all really helped. It was um an interesting experience. At times, it was a bit like a war zone. There were people on the floor, there were like bikes, picking people up, there were people, I had to step over some people at some point. Yeah, I've...
1: It was insane. I've I've never run a marathon, but I've done plenty of half marathons, and certainly, the first Great North Run that I did back in 2015, That's the first time I ever saw that, mile... Miles nine to twelve are quite uphill through some villages, right? And the first time ever I saw loads of people on the floor and loads of paramedics, and it really fre- it proper properly me out. But it impacts you because yeah. then you're
0: thinking, it, Whoa. it's it almost kind of gets in your head. Is that
1: going to be mean in a minute? Yeah,
0: it? because I've never run further than eighteen miles. So I'm like, you don't once you pass the furthest point you've ever been. You have no idea what's going to happen. Can your body hack it? Wh- what are you going to collapse? Can you How do I fuel myself? Your system deal with it? Yeah. yeah Will what? I just pass out we, because I'm not got any energy left? And then you seen all these other people doing exactly that, and you're like, Oh, oh. my god, I'm ne- am I next?
1: Yeah. And it is really. I remember the as I say the first time I saw that, it really put me off, and I really slowed up running. Yeah. I thought, Oh my god. But yeah, it was like a bit of a wall. Yeah, one
0: person was running without bending his legs. <laughs> I think he was injured. I'm like, well, go on, keep going. Go on, you. Yeah. I mean, you're going to be in a lot of pain afterwards, but credit to you for keeping going.
1: <laughs> I noticed we passed a lot of people who were injured.
0: Limping and walking. Loads,
1: weren't there? Dozens. Yeah.
0: And that was hard because in the last six miles when there was nobody there except for me and you and it were really quiet and I had no music and I could just hear other people's breathing and the padding of people's feet on the floor and people were walking and I was just going past them and then that is hard mentally to deal with because my my body's almost like well why aren't we walking
1: yeah but we didn't (laughs) walk did we
0: no we We did did not
1: we stretched three times we had some jelly babies we had some paracetamol and then we kept (laughs) on running didn't we 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 did did. not just
0: keep running i'm just like yeah it was it was amazing i'm really proud it was very hard very hard the last six miles in particular and somewhere along the way like probably like
1: 17, yeah, 18. Yeah,
0: that that in between. It getting to 20 was an achievement for me. And then I'm like, holy shit.
1: Yeah, but I said all 10 time. another six
0: miles, it's 10K. 10K. Come on, 10K. All we need to do,
1: we do that every week. So Easy. I'm,
0: so I'm going to get a tattoo. Oh, yeah? Yeah, on my wrist. I'm going to oh. get 26.2 on my wrist. And then maybe like a stick running lady.
1: A stick, why a stick running <laughs> because lady? Because
0: I'm not into big tattoos. I've never had one before. No. But I quite like the idea of a little symbol.
1: Oh, that looks very good. <laughs> yeah, Laura just show me a picture of something on the just internet. something really
0: small, just to go next to it to simulate, um, to, to,
1: to yeah. illustrate a runner. Yeah, and I'm
0: getting it on my wrist rather than my foot, like people ask because it's my feet that did the work. But really nice, your entire body. Um, but because I want to see it all the time, just to remember what I've done.
1: I'm so going to do one next year. I must.
0: And then I'll be like, what's 26.2 mean? I'm like, let me tell (laughs) you. Well,
1: thank you for asking. Let me draw your attention to this. I
0: am a marathon runner. (laughs) Apparently, 1% of the population.
1: 1%. Well done. Um, But anyway, this podcast
0: is not just about me, but it is linked to marathon because obviously I'm going to be talking about it all week. I mean, I don't think anybody could blame me or hold that against me. You
1: must and you should.
0: You One should. thing, the training. I've been training for 10 months gone from 5k to 26.2 yeah, miles. let's forget you
1: couldn't really run 5k in December. Let's not yeah. forget that.
0: 5k to 42k in 10 months. So I'm really chuffed of it, but dealing with the goal of the, ma- the massive goal, you have to break it down into smaller chunks, little milestones. It has to be there has to be consistency. You cannot do it by yourself. No, you need support. Um, you need support. And You've, you've got to do that. You have to be resilient and tenacious because you have to do the training, especially when you would rather stick pins in your eyes and put your trainers on and go out the door in the rain and the dark to run 18 miles. Sheesh, yeah. You and but it reminded me of business, um, sales, recruitment. Yeah. It's all the same. Like in business, you have your goals. You break it down into smaller yeah. uh, chunks. You don't usually, unless you're a one-man band. But then even then, you don't really do it on your own because you'll have an accountant um, and you'll have other people Just that might help you with that journey. Yep. Yeah. Um, recruitment is the same.
1: Yeah, I would say so. You have
0: a goal of how many people you want to hire? How many clients or, and how many yep. yeah
1: revenue targets?
0: And you break it down. Yeah, so do we into stages, and it's the same with sales. So
1: yeah, we've got a sales document called the Theory of Twelve, and we work to uh, we work it in quarters, and we also work it into months. So what campaigns are we doing in different channels for each for each month, and what tasks are and that and that even that campaign is is broken down into subtasks. Into smaller chunks. Yeah, yeah. absolutely because say, whoa, let's do 10 million pounds with a beer. It's like, whoa, massive. And all of a sudden, you go around, you need to break it down, and these are the customers, and these are the products, and that, that, that. And all of a sudden, we'll do this in this month, and this in this quarter, and this is the campaign for that, and this does this, and that does that. All of a sudden, you've got a, you've got a mishmash of ideas that you execute in different months to get to where you need to get
0: to. But then all of a sudden, that massive goal that might be seem overwhelming and scary is all of a sudden easy to implement. And chip away at and if you think about it from a young age well, this is what we do so you learn at school and you learn at, uh, at primary school and secondary school you you re- learn and you revise for your exams right and then you 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 go and sit them you don't just go and sit your exams and think oh my god i don't know how i'm gonna do that it, it's all like planned. i don't know anything about it. Macbeth. yeah it's all planned out for you into modules and curriculum Oof. and but with with another other things, it's like we lose that way of learning and it like oh my god, we've gotta do this. Shit, how are we gonna do it? Oh my god, we're not gonna have time, no one don't no idea where to start or don't even bother, just push it out, push it out, push it out and then tomorrow you're like, Oh my god I have to run a marathon tomorrow, and then you don't do it because you get injured because you've not trained, or you fall over, or you pass out and you need to be rescued by St. John's Ambulance or the paramedics, or you you just, yeah, you can't, you cannot physically get yourself over the line, and then you'd be disappointed, and then you think, I really wished I'd done the training, I really wished I'd had a plan, Um, but you can't unfortunately go back in time, so...
1: But that's all about having discipline, isn't it? Discipline to knowing what you need to do, when you need to do it, and and, and how you're going to execute yeah, it. And
0: asking for help. You cannot yeah. do a you cannot run a marathon on your own. Obviously, you are on your own for some of it, um, unless you've got a friend called Tony who joins you for half of it. Hello. But you don't you don't get to the start line by yourself. Like I've had the chiropractor, sports massage. I've had Pete literally dragging me out of bed at five AM in the morning and pushing me out the door. I've had Tony turning up to my house God, 6 at a.m. six AM in the morning to go for a training run. I've had my Ooh. running club. Yeah, and, running club, yeah. Um, people asking me about it and and holding me accountable with the questions and and telling me that I'm doing amazing when I tell when they ask how far I've run so far. And you you can't do it without all of that.
1: It's all about accountability, isn't it?
0: It's yeah. all
1: about accountability in life. And actually, even I went to the gym this morning and I sent a screen grab of my my workout to my son, and I just put accountability because I feel a little bit accountable to him now. Now he's going to the gym. Yeah, but it's it's the same, isn't it? So you you, you know that you can reach out to someone say I've done this today to, to reach to to further reach my goal, or you know how are you getting on? You know if you've got this group of people who you can rely on. You could reach out to them
0: definitely, and then in recruitment, if you don't make a plan and you just hire someone off the off the off the hoof or the cuff, then that might they'll have a negative impact. in the, um, on, it not on your team, on your business, on you, yeah. on the person. So it's all, always have a plan. Um, and the reason why I wanted to talk about it is because obviously the marathon is 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 fresh in my mind. Have you run a marathon? Oh my god, yes, oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> well done, well done. Um, It's fresh in my mind, but also this week I've done a a couple of posts on social media because out of all the outsourced professional functions, um, estate agency, legal, IT, HR, accountancy, Mm. blah, 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 Mm. everybody thinks they can do recruitment themselves. They do. And it's almost a little bit insulting Mm. because it's almost like they think that there's no skill or expertise involved and that everyone can just do it. But no one really thinks about this, about the other Professional services. I mean, some people will, but then they might end up in trouble with HMRC or the law um, or a tribunal.
1: Yeah, and, and people just think, "Hey, I'll just put an advert in paper for what I want." Yeah,
0: oh, just put ad uh, on Indeed, and like, oh, it's in not working because you can't do recruitment by yourself. I mean if you don't want to outsource it that's fine but, but there should be other people in your business that are, help you with it who've
1: got expertise
0: yeah or go and get the expertise like we can help you with that mm-hmm. by the way we do by training the way. um but yeah and it's just i don't know
1: but it's not that it's just the overall recruitment process as well as in you know what you what you're recruiting for or your recruitment questions what you measure in how do you onboard the people? What's the onboarding look like? What's the process? So it's not, it's not just putting an advert out on Indeed and getting these people back and, and right, what do I do? You've, you've, you've got to have a, a plan. Yeah. Haven't
0: you? Yeah, because you, you might you might get uh, get it right and advertising indeed get some applicants. You interview them and they accept your job. Amazing. But then you have to keep hold of them. If you don't make the onboarding process um, a good experience and their first impressions of working with you are not great, then they might not stick around. They've got no loyalty to you really at that point.
1: Vicky Taylor did a really good uh, video on LinkedIn yesterday about onboarding.
0: Vicky Taylor is excellent at videos. Do you think so? And onboarding.
1: Hmm. Okay. And because there's two new freshies on board today, uh last yeah. Mon
0: This s- Monday recent, they were on board. Re- recently. Yeah, Monday. Yeah, Monday this, they were onboarded,
1: boarded. On boarded.
0: To the, to the fresh ship.
1: Yes, yes. And it's, you know, that that's just, I think recruiting is just half the journey. You've got to on board them. You've got to skill them up. You've got to integrate them into the team and everything that comes with that after day one, seven, 31, 90 you know what I mean? So... And they've got to want to feel loved and valued and part of the team, and you know I have to set expectations. And if you don't do any of those things, and you just, hey up, welcome to Fresh, all the best. What you've all just,
0: th- what you've just said reminds me of like children. So bear with me. Okay. So like the recruitment is is not an easy process, as Emily will tell you about being pregnant. So uh, here I am. Yes, I am liking recruitments to being pregnant, but stick with me. And then you have the baby. Mm. but you, So that's them starting the job. Yeah. But then you don't just ignore your children. No. You nurture them. You do. You care for them. You do. You support them. Um, you teach them. Uh, help them progress through life. Okay. Um, te- and, and, and show them the, the world. But then that's what it should be like with your employees. You yeah. nurture them. You care for them. You progress them. You train them. You educate them. Absolutely. Um, listen to them. Respect them. Trust them. So all this... It still has to happen, but if your onboarding isn't right, then it's probably not going to. No. And then they'll leave. Maybe your children will just divorce you, um, <laughs> and apply for um, emancipation, and wow. leave home at a young age. And then you'd be very sad.
1: Oh, so <laughs> focus on your onboarding. Fresh perspective can,
0: oh, can can help yeah. with
1: defining onboarding process as part of our uh, <laughs> part of the recruitment director. Whoa. outsource service.
0: There will be me now, because Emily's well, on holiday for the next 10 months. <laughs> it's on holiday.
1: <laughs> I wonder.
0: what else was I gonna say? Mm-mm. Can we give a
1: shout out to your um two of the best people in your support crew? I think we should name check them.
0: Okay. Go on then.
1: I'm at, well, Michael Hanaway.
0: Oh, yes. And
1: sports therapist Tom Martin.
0: Michael Hanaway owns Pro Health Chiropractic in Chorley, who has been keeping my body. In one piece.
1: And your bank account small.
0: Yeah, <laughs> trading off. Yeah, he's not doing it for free.
1: <laughs> Wowzer. Um, and Tom Martin, which is... Um,
0: he's a... He's not the
1: chef. Not. He's What's a
0: competitive his... powerlifter.
1: Who is? Michael Tom, Hannaway? Tom
0: Martin. Is he? Yeah. I think he's like an international powerlifter. I think he's like the UK's best. yeah so he's a very strong man which is what I needed for my very stubborn muscles what he's been doing uh, sports therapy on me um, again keeping my body going and uh, I saw him the day after the marathon and he started to gently gently put me back together again and, well, I wouldn't have been able to run it without them. So I wouldn't be able to rehab through my injury before it either. Where
1: well, can they find out more information about Michael Hanaway and Tom Martin? Tom
0: Martin, you best reaching out to him on Instagram. Uh, Michael Hanaway, um, we Google Pro Health Chiropractic in Chorley, or he is also on LinkedIn.
1: You'll have to remortgage your house to go there, but it's worth it. But it's worth it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I I done an even pelvis in August, hence I didn't run the marathon, and then. Um, I uh well, I ate at a food bank in August. <laughs> just so I could get my pelvis sorted. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, we're talking about support team and um like who are your support team but in it like in a sales sphere, we can't do it all ourselves. So I was thinking about yesterday, um, whilst I was preparing for this, we have a design agency to that we that we give briefs too to create the, the visuals and make us look good we have a digital marketing agency to take all the photographs and the videos and do our social media um and also a third-party distribution company for uh, home deliveries and, and and stuff like that because we can't employ someone to do a digital marketing we got we lean on them a lot they tell them the pound the oh, them
0: all. okay right okay but yeah you too. can't you be at bear town can't do their thing nope. without the support from these people and fresh is the same uh, yeah. We aren't able to progress. We we outsource finance, IT, our videography and photography. Oh yeah. We we can't we can't be the brand that we are today without those people. You can't recruit are,
1: them, can you? you not you can't bring them into your business? Cause not all of
0: them. Not right now. Not anyway, full time rope. Oh no! 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 no, no. no. Um, but and then the individual departments in the business are, are outsourced until we might need to bring them in house. Um, Indeed. And so. But then if I don't know why, recruitment, obviously, we don't need to outsource recruitment because it's what we do. And I imagine if an accountant it, they might outsource their own accounts. They might do them themselves. So you don't need to outsource everything. No. But I do believe that, well, like, for example, one of my clients may want our help with um, a new vacancy. She ha- advertised it herself. Uh, she's a very busy lady, too, so busy that she hasn't even got time to talk to a boss about recruitment she has over a 100 applications oh my god how's she gonna sit through them she has absolutely no idea she's like i can't i can't do that she said i thought i might get like 15 and then into five and hire one i'm like well that would be good but you have to review them all because if you only reviewed the first 20
1: what if the what diamond's if, at number if, 85? Yeah, what if
0: the gem is like, yeah, number 99?
1: 100 CVs. Holy crap Arama! rama And how long... Like, how's it going to take her to review 100 CVs? Like a couple of days, I reckon.
0: Yeah, well, you're going to have to do... What? It's a few minutes a CV, isn't it? You'll, but the thing is, she'll skim-read it. So she won't read between the lines. And some of the best people aren't always the best peop- best at writing the CVs. Just, so she will only speak to people that look obviously good on paper for the job, but the person who might be best for the job might not look obvious on paper, which is where Fresh comes in, because we are excellent readers of Between Lines. Do you know I why? will tell you that now. Because
1: you do it all the time, don't you? Yeah.
0: And and we ha- we have processes and systems and a team set up to do just that. So she can either buy some time off us to go through those 100 applications, um look at them all ring as many as we can send her the best ones organise her interviews deliver an offer or um, if she didn't want us to do that which I think we should because obviously it'd be a waste of of all these people we could do the whole thing for her from start to finish so she's got options with us where an agency wouldn't offer to do that because they only charge a percentage on the fee so they would charge her the same whether they did the whole thing for her or looked at her cvs which i don't think they would do i've never known an agency to do that they would just want to do it themselves yeah so she would be restricted so she either does it herself or lets an agency just repeat the whole work but with fresh we could offer a more tailored solution in between that wouldn't cost as much as a full project but still helps her
1: so flexible and adaptable
0: let us help you come on Come on in. Don't try and do it yourself. You don't really want to. You
1: don't want to. I don't want to. You can't really
0: be bothered. No. You'd much rather be doing more exciting things. Why
1: don't you do the stuff that you're good at? Oh, that's Lenny.
0: Lenny agrees. Yeah, Lenny
1: does agree. (laughs) Anything else to add?
0: No, I don't think so, but just to let everybody know that I ran a marathon. (laughs)
1: Um, we're off to the. We're up. Lenny's barking, and we're doing a podcast. And no one's trying to. No one's quiet. trying to. I mean, thanks, guys Thank you. <laughs> oh, 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 Vicky, Vicky, just send me a WhatsApp when you listen to this, will you? Thanks. <laughs> um Second of all, we're going to the Cube in two hours. The Cube. I know someone who went there a few weeks ago, and says it's really, it's really well good. good.
0: I went on New Year's Eve. Did you? Yeah, it was so good.
1: So you arguably have got a competitive advantage. I
0: mean, it was a long time ago.
1: Well, no, it was ten months.
0: I was possibly. Well, I've sm- never been mildly inebriated. Were you?
1: Surely you can't have a few beers and go to the cube. You need I all your dexterity it because
0: at the the, be... the pressure, I'm like, yeah. It's almost like I felt like I was st- starting a marathon. Um, the nerves, the anxiety, I had hot hands. Yeah, and I'm like, my heart rate was very high. I'm waiting, waiting for it to count me down so I could do the do the task. It is a stressful situation, which is one of the reasons why we've made the executive decision for Emily not to come, because she may have a baby early. She
1: would be she's too competitive for that environment, isn't she? She would That
0: would be a first.
1: She would be shouting like mad.
0: A baby in the cube.
1: A baby in the cube. Oh Um, Anything else? To, I don't think we've got anything else to add, have we? I've had a lovely time.
0: Just 26.2 miles. Right,
1: here we go. I wonder how long we can <laughs> spin this bollocks out now. No, I'm
0: good. But thank you so much, everyone, for listening. I hope you're having a lovely day and continue to do so.
1: Thank you to everybody who sent Laura messages on LinkedIn or uh, WhatsApp or Instagram of uh, Facebook of support and congratulations oh, and yes, all that. Thank, thank you. you very, very much. And uh, see you in Manchester in 2024.
0: Woo! See you later. Bye.
1: Peace out.
0: Thanks for listening to a Fresh Perspective on Business podcast. Please make sure you subscribe to us and don't forget to follow us and leave us a five-star rating or review. You can also find us on YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram and LinkedIn. God, we are everywhere. And our website address is www.fp-resourcing.co.uk And that's a wrap. Bye. Bye.